May peace be with you. If you stick around at the end, there's more information about our community and how to find us. And now, here's this week's Centering Scripture, followed by the sermon. The scripture this morning is from Psalms 139, verse 14. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. And now I'd like to take a moment to welcome forward our wonderful youngest. I'm going to invite our children and youth down. Today's a, a special day here in the life of our church as we prepare for the start of the new school year. We are going to bless our backpacks. We're also going to bless the little bodies that are coming down. I, I think I see more bodies than backpacks. So we're both going to bless our young bodies as well as our backpacks. Wonderful. Welcome on down, everyone. So glad to see so many of you here, and hello to all of you watching at home. This blessing extends to you and to your body and to your backpack, too. Now, I know that we're all very, very, very excited to be starting the school year back again, right? Right, parents? <laughs> We are excited for each of you to be beginning another new adventure with the school year. We know that sometimes, in addition to being excited, we can also feel a little nervous or a little shy. There may be some new things. And so today, we are going to offer a blessing. First to each of our bodies, and then to our backpacks, and then Pastor Nora has a loving sticker for each of you to take with you that you can put in your backpack or on your backpack, or with your school things. So first, let's start with the blessing for all the bodies that are here. And I'm going to ask the congregation to help us. And congregation, if you could raise your hands like this in a gesture of blessing. I am going to offer a few words, and then I'll prompt you by saying, hear these words, and you will say, may peace be with you. So let's practice that. Hear these words. May peace be with you. So if you want to look at the congregation, you can turn and do so, or you can just watch me. Sometimes it's nervous being in front of a big crowd. Hear these words, though. This is a blessing from all of us who love and support you. Oh, our dear, wonderful little ones here in our midst, as you get ready for the new school year, if you find yourself feeling nervous or excited about your first day back, May you hear these words. May peace be with you. Whether you're feeling joyful or feeling shy about meeting new friends and new teachers, may you hear these words. May peace be with you. When you find yourself getting used to new classrooms and new routines, then may you hear these words. May peace be with you. When you're having a hard day, feeling sad or feeling tired, 
Then may you hear these words. May peace be with you. When your hearts and minds are wonderfully full from learning oh so many new things, then may you hear these words. May peace be with you. And when you simply need to hear and remember that you are loved and that you belong and that you are wonderful, may you hear again these words from people who love you and support you. Hear these words. May peace be with you. And now, O oh God, we bless these backpacks and these bodies as they prepare for a new adventure through all the ups and downs of the new school years, through all things new and familiar, may you grant them peace and a reminder that they are loved. Amen. All right, Pastor, Nora has a sticker for each of you. What do they say, Nora? Loving kindness. You can take these stickers with you for your backpack or your school things. And remember that you are loved. And I hope that you all have a wonderful last few days here. And make sure to give your parents or grandparents a big hug on your first day to school. It can be hard for parents too, right? All right, amen. All right, thanks for joining us. You can head back with our, our Sunday school crew or back with your parents or guardians. Thank you, honey. Who doesn't love a good sticker? Oh yeah, that's what you do with the stickers for sure. Right on the backpack. <laughs> oh, what a joy it is to have so many children and young people here this morning. This energy right here that knows no pretense, knows no routine, and is just the embodiment of love and joy. Here this morning as I continue our sermon series, Poems of Power, in tribute to, uh, in tribute I plan to use more poetic turns of phrase than maybe I more often do. You see, as your youth and children's pastor, I am blessed to know and interact with those energies that vibrate with that youthful twang of innocence and potentiality. Similar only to a school teacher whose life is shaped as we share space with spirits eager to soar. I produce no product in my work here, yet shape others and am reshaped in return. So allow me to expand on how the life of a child or a young person today is wild, if maybe that energy is a little unfamiliar to you. Pulled in all sorts of directions, being told who or what they should become, what they should do, when they should sleep, when they should get their shoes on. But often being told what they should become, 
who they should become, what they should do with their lives, when honestly, most of them already know. By kindergarten, first grade, even earlier, these kids and young people, they know what they want. And they know how they want to live in the world, joyfully. Maybe they don't know what job they want, but that's because capitalism isn't natural. It's taught, taught and bought into slowly when we're young and unproductive, and then quicker as we age and gain productivity potential. We adults often fall into the role as instrument of destruction breaking youthful spirits, chipping away at their childish joy, often with what we think is for the best, because we know better. The world is a harsh place. They need to be prepared for it. When really, I believe, the world is so harsh a place because we, on a global level, stamp out the dreams of our young early. We extinguish the fire that is their unique light. Sometimes intentionally so, other times unintentionally so. We try to form a mold around them where the oxygen is exhausted and snuff out their candle, that little light of theirs so that the, we can melt the wax that is their identity and form it into what we think it should be. Because we know so much better what it takes to live in this world. Do we? Do we know what's best for them? And I don't mean the little stuff like washing your hands after using the bathroom, eating vegetables, but the big stuff. What are you going to be when you grow up? How are you going to make money? You're going to be a unicorn rider? Come on, aren't you a little old to still believe in unicorns? Some unimaginative and ill-informed adults might say. Get a real job, we might say okay to do that stuff when you're a kid, but you need to get serious at some point. Glossing over how that usually means abandon what makes you happy. Work to become the most successful cog in the Armageddon machine before you break. There is another way. And I'd like to read you a poem submitted for our sermon series by Carol Alice. There she is back there. Her grandson Daniel wrote this, who's with us today. <laughs> His poem. Of oceans and planets, all uncharted of sailboats and sunsets and sticky snow and a scout that camps under the stars, of an open canvas and a Thursday's child that has far to go, of Bob Ross 
and a superhero and all of the colors on my palette of being Eeyore or Tigger in the Hundred Acre Wood, of Nerf and millions of Lego and practical jokes and the fish in the quiet rippling water, of being the king of my fort and the cookie thief at grandma's house. I am a miracle baby and a believer of angels, of skateboarding on the alley on 7th Avenue, of the papa bear that watches the younger cubs. I am that one distracted kid at school, of being loyal like my dog, a dreamer of hot onion rings on a cool day, of the calm whistler with much to say. Beloved, I'm so happy that Daniel could be here today. To him and all the other young people and children who are out there today, and all of us, listen again to the words from our Holy Scripture. I picked them out just for all of you. This is from an ancient poem who lived thousands of years ago. Talking about God, they say, I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. Wonderful are God's works, us, you, them, young ones, old ones, wonderfully made with all of you and your eccentricities, your demand to live a life different than your parents. Your insistence of who you are and what is important. We adults often take ourselves far too seriously, if I'm being honest, because Lego structures are important. They are. The names of your stuffed animals are important. What you care about is important. About and love is important. What you care about and love is important. You are important. You, all the children, all of us here, sure, but to the children who are joyful, and yes, I know they're out there and they're not listening to me. This is my mentality and how I approach my work with these young people. Because we get indoctrinated into a colonialist mindset of taking and using and discarding for us and only for us. We forget the dreams and loves and passions of those who were here first and just as valid as our own. Yes, we need to learn, learn to remember not how to be a cog in the machine that is driving our world into the ground. Adults, I believe we need to learn not what we want to become, but how do we decolonize our minds 
and see that being that cog is not the most important thing in the world? How can we find and remember and hold on to those early notions of joy and justice? Remember who we are. Remember how it's not kind to smash a Lego tower someone has worked hard to build. As it is not kind to bulldoze a native wetland that nature has worked so hard to build. And as much as we want to turn our heads and hold our arms tightly to our chest and wish that the future did not look bleak, Pray for redemption. Pray for rejuvenation, because what do we have left to do but pray after working so many years? New life. Pray for new life. Well, folks, new life is here. There is new life here. It's right here. It's now out there on the columbarium, if you missed it out there. And not just Daniel's generation, the Gen Z masterminds, and the true rulers of the internet. Because it's theirs now. Speaking as a millennial, it's theirs. May they only know grace and compassion and craft systems for joy and care. Make Tigger and Eeyore proud of the systems they build. Remember Bob Ross's recurring point that you can make happy little trees out of mistakes. We remember Jesus called for the children in Matthew 19, 14, noting that the kingdom of heaven is for such as these, for these miracle babies who believe in angels and skateboard at 7th Avenue. Their identity is fresh, and I am grateful for the parents who care for their children's development with compassion and curiosity. Because let's remember, millennials and Gen Xers, we were the Mr. Rogers generation who loved being a good neighbor. The Reading Rainbow generation, where you didn't have to take LeVar Burton's opinion on it. You read it for yourself. Let us, the Nova generation, who is still going strong today, expanding minds as we open our eyes to new cosmos and concepts. And to the baby boomers, who are not forgotten. There's so much happening today with technology, modern technology and internet culture. And that's okay. It's okay to not be involved in it. It's okay to not understand how someone could make a career as a streamer. That's okay. It's what we all do because it came, it's what we all do because it came in the mail to us. To everyone, for many as a years. That's right, the internet came in the mail. And now we're all on it. And they're growing up with it. And it's a lot, all the time, every day. 
I remember last week, we were invited by Dave Bosselman to wait. Beloved, there is no shame in getting caught up in internet culture or feeling like you're not a part of it. Who you are is still meaningful. Letters are still meaningful today. They take time. Your unique lives are meaningful too. They may have been piled on with the work and the needs and the directions and the choices and the pains and the sorrows and the joys that you've experienced your entire lives. But underneath it all, there is that kernel of innocent joy still waiting to be remembered. Yeah. Yeah. I got an amen for my son. That feels good. That's right, your unique lives are valuable, though the world has changed. So may we celebrate and be with each other on our humble yet meaningful milestones. For any chance to bring more joy and new life into the world and support the new life that is already here though we may feel distant from it. May we have faith that it is still there and will go on without us while we wait in that still, peaceful silence. Amen.